Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the SJ Chronicles, 25 past 11, Thursday the 12th of April 2018. So today, well actually yesterday, um, was a pretty, another pretty big and important day. Um, I probably don't need to keep going on about how busy things are, because <laughs> you probably got bored of hearing that. But um, a couple of highlights from yesterday was we had a meeting with the guy that's going to help us set up our um, employee share option scheme. Essentially, the process is we issue everyone who joins our team with what are known as share options um, at a very, very, very low price. And then after a period of about four years, so from the beginning of the fourth year, they have the ability to do what's known as vesting, which means that those options can be exercised and become actual shares in the business. So they will own a small bit of the Ralph. And um, depending on what scheme we end up being able to use, the um, people may have to pay small amount of tax from the government um, but essentially it's a sort of tax incentive scheme or tax benefit scheme so that's what we're trying to do I won't bore you with the details of why we may have to choose one versus another type of scheme but the bottom line is that um, you know we went through that process of clarifying with our advisor what um, the details are of the scheme and I was explaining to him that uh, whilst he might have done this many times before in other sectors, I'm pretty sure no one in the veterinary sector has done this, at least in the UK. I'm aware of somebody having done something or tried to do something. As I mentioned, I think previously it was at an equine practice in Wales, but to my knowledge, it didn't really go very far. Um, you know, so <clears throat> I would, I wait to see with interest who else follows suit in the sector, if you like, in terms of offering their employees <coughs> ownership in their business in this way, not, you know, you buy into the business in a partner capacity, but actually, so you fast forward from now, a few years down the line, and a percentage of the Ralph is owned by team members, which I think is going to be great. So, yeah, that was a big, <coughs> another milestone. So he's gone away to... Um, obviously come back and quote us his fees <laughs> and then um, all that being well to actually start undertaking the process this guy's um, you know he wrote a very thick book all around these sorts of matters so he's very knowledgeable very good um, efficient kind of guy so all good um, the other thing that followed that was uh, a pretty long meeting between me and my co-founder a um, bunch of things that we had to get through um, and you know a variable nature really so including back to the share option scheme trying to figure out how we allocate how many options to each person but then also a whole bunch of other things we have on our discussion list a couple of potential opportunities to explore um, many other things besides and uh, you know people often say that um a co-founder relationship is kind of, you know, more 
intense than a marriage. Um, you know that that kind of stuff is not really the paradigm I live in, but um, you know, we've been working together for two and a half years or so. It's been a journey for him for sure. Um, you know, new sector. Um, it's not been a slow process to get to where we are now. Um, and, you know, um, he and I didn't know each other brilliantly well beforehand. I mean, we knew each other. Um, we are not related, but uh, we are connected through a family relationship, if you like. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, uh, I think in the grand scheme of things, you could probably say it's gone pretty well so far. Um, it's not in my nature to have kind of fallouts and arguments and things anyway. And he's, uh, also not too bad in that respect. So yeah, it's, you know, it's been pretty good. Um, obviously it was a little bit ups and downs, but given the amount of stuff that we've gotten through and how far we've come, um, I think it's fair to say that it's been a not bad relationship, including yesterday, you know, we had some very frank conversations about various things. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, all kind of, all kind of good. So yeah, so that was good. Um, this is tangential, but relevant insofar as it was one of the things we discussed, but, um, you know, one of the things we obviously have to decide is kind of people's role titles. And there's one individual in particular who's um, joining us who, you know, <laughs> is very keen that we amend part of her, part of her role title. Um, and it's interesting to me because I suppose you have to recognise, you know, what people um, derive importance from, value from, recognition, you know. And... Uh, of course, our whole thing is about trying to help, you know, to help lift people up, empower them and so forth. So somebody really, you know, considers this name versus that name to be that important to them. Then insofar as we can, we obviously want to try and be, you know, as flexible about these things because it's all about trying to make people feel good. Um, so that's kind of interesting, though, because we kind of had a bit of a laugh about it in the sense that uh, it was just a really interesting a slightly amusing um, scenario recently when this individual raised it in the middle of another sort of meeting that we were having and my co-founder's face was somewhat amusing because I guess he was just surprised that it was being raised but anyway so yeah so you know it's pretty good um, pretty good conversation and all of this is great learning in terms of you know people derive their value from things and so forth um, and then today yeah, another really, really long day. Um, started off this morning, early morning at the site. First thing was I managed to take Layla to the site, which to be honest is the first time we've done that. And show her around, which was wonderful um, for her to finally see the place. Uh, but we also had a site meeting with um, various people actually, uh, talk about various things. Um, I haven't received them yet, but next week I'm going to get a big pack of what are referred to as data sheets, which is basically every room in the building um, drawn out and specified in terms of the contents, PowerPoints, data points, sinks, you know, if it's clinical, um, pipe gases, literally just kind of 
pretty much everything that the contractors are going to need to know, you know, laid out on these sheets. And so there's a whole stack of them. And next week I'm going to get take delivery of a pack of whatever number of these are um, and have to go through them all in detail. Because what happens after this is the contractors who are currently responding to our tender, um, you know, they'll do their quotings and stuff and plan based on these data sheets. So it's important we try and get it as right as possible. Um, I've never seen a data sheet before, so that was kind of good. Um, so I'm gonna go through those with our hospital director at some point next week. Um, you know, I said before that she is a veterinary nurse by training and uh, I think both of us together will be much better in terms of making sure that we don't overlook things as best as we can. Um, we also had a good frank chat about, you know, when the hospital's going to open because as usual we've got this kind of, we want to open quickly, project manager doing his best to manage expectations and, you know, all that uh also a little bit prone to exaggeration and uh what's the right word um mm, shine putting himself in a good light shall we say so you know if it sounds like it's going to be very difficult to open when we want then when we do it'll be like god i did a great job for you um and he's a lovely lovely guy don't get me wrong and we have a lot of banter but um it's always similar <laughs> type of thing but um, yeah, so very frank conversations about that. And then most of the rest of the day was spent, um, Layla and I basically looking for somewhere to live. <laughs> and this is the thing, right? You just have to take the time out and prioritize it because ultimately we have to move. Um, so yeah, it was kind of driving from one place to another, various places around Marlow. Um, and again, really interesting because, you know, I haven't looked for a place to live for seven years, maybe, um, or more. Nor is Layla, to be honest, for a very long time, much longer than that. And uh, obviously, it's you know we're looking together, and um, you've got to think about all kinds of things. You know, the same sort of criteria that everyone chooses when they're thinking about where to live: proximity to other things, public transport, work, etc. Layla doesn't drive at the moment, for example. She's got a license, but she just hasn't had a need to. So, you know, like, is she gonna get a car and start driving again or whatever? Um, and then of course, budget as well, right? So, you know, we're at the back of some financially challenging times, as you know, and um, obviously that's gonna curtail to some extent what you might spend. We're gonna rent for a while. Um, possibly for quite a while. So, you know, looking at what can we afford rental wise, but I'm also cognizant that, you know, um, after what it's taken to get here, it would be nice to be able to live in a certain degree of comfort and the years ahead are gonna be a lot of hard work for both of us, but especially, you know, with me being on, doing clinical shifts as well as my CEO role and being on call and working nights and weekends and so forth. Um, you know, so it'd be nice to live in a comfortable place where at least home is a, you know, nice environment. Um, so yeah, like, you know, I, and I also kind of feel we're on the back end of this financial challenge in the sense that, yes, there's ground definitely to be made up, but 
the hospital will open in October and from there on in things should just continue to improve. I've never had any doubt about the success of the Ralph and that will therefore lead on to you know personal success for us and if you I don't actually personal success is the wrong word an improved financial situation that's not how you define success is it um you know so anyway so it's kind of been an interesting day really in terms of trying to weigh up the different things and look ahead to the future and think well actually you know where do we want to set our how do we how do we make our choices and I've always said you know that um Leila and I are neither of us are materialistic nor are we driven by fear or you know worry about things and you know so we may make choices that others might think are crazy but for us it's completely compatible with the way we live our lives and we have no doubt or hesitation about what direction we're on where we're going and what we aspire to do and certainty about getting there so you know we'll make our own choices and others can think what they want they want of those choices um you know, because it's not about them, is it really? So yeah, so um, I think we've probably found the place that we want. It's uh, just a matter of seeing whether we can get it. Um, and if we can, then obviously that's not bad for one day's work to have found a place already. Um, yeah, so another long day, but um, all good. And then tomorrow morning, I've got to get up early again, so I've got to go and do a bit more driving to meet uh, this time with a potential future nurse for the Ralph um, I've said many times that my approach is very much to meet everyone uh, as much as I can for a coffee and a chat and uh, so we'll do that tomorrow and then hopefully get to come back home and play some catch-up again um, with all the emails that are backed up from today and etc so <clears throat> yeah um, that's kind of where we're at at the moment. All good, um, you know, from uh, my point of view. Really, really interesting to see, um, <clears throat> you know, the evolution of this process and uh, from where we've come and how quickly everything is moving on, um, you know, in terms of development and, and all of that. Um, with of course the background context of the recruitment uh, <laughs> still being very much active and essential um so yeah lots of lots of stuff going on and uh <clears throat> no doubt it'll all come down to the wire and we'll be hectically busy but um i've always said haven't i you know it's about how you manage all of that and do you let it get to you do you not um, does it stress you out what's your energy what's your intention all those kinds of things, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, so far so good. <laughs> the thesis is strong. The uh, um, development has gone well in terms of personally. Um, I sometimes chuckle out loud or to Layla about, you know, nobody else really can really know how much is going on because there's no one else that's in the middle of it all. Um, and uh, I could certainly see how if you were for a different inclination, for a different uh, persuasion, and if you did stress <laughs> um, and worry and things like that, yeah, it would be a pretty challenging experience, I think, because you can probably think about it, right? We're not talking about starting a software startup or something that starts with three or four or five people and becomes six, seven, eight, ten, twenty, you know. 
raises several rounds, takes a few years to grow. I mean, we're basically going from a starting position to a full converted hospital. That's not what it's going to be in the future, but it's not small. Um, 60 odd people to recruit and all the other things you have to do to fit out a hospital. And you can imagine what that looks like in terms of a to-do list. Um, yeah, you could drive yourself nuts if you, <clears throat> if you had the wrong inclination. But um, I hope to uh, demonstrate to people by living the reality that it doesn't have to be that way. <clears throat> As, you know, Leila and I were talking earlier about, in the end, we'll sit back and discuss the, the journey. And in some ways, it's a classic entrepreneurial cliche journey, you know, four years, massive debt, no certainty, persistence, resilience, keep doing, all those kinds of things I've talked about many times, got the premises, got the funding. Um, the next story is to secure the people. The next story is to be a successful business. You know, so it's a fairly classic story. Um, and when I hear other people talk about their journeys that are at a much smaller scale, but I suppose are just as, you know, long and requiring persistence and so on from their point of view. It's, um, it's a story that repeats itself many times. And from my point of view, it's really how did you experience that story in that journey? And the thesis being that it does not have to be a big stress and an emotional drain, even if it's grueling and the grind is tiring, you know. Um, and if you think about it, <laughs> the last three to four weeks of escalating in busyness, and it's basically on the back of four years of pretty much almost every day, no holidays, no breaks, of any substance. Um, you know, that's uh, not an easy thing for someone to go through and know that it's just going to get busier. So like if you have the wrong inclination, you know, it's going to be a challenge. So yeah, I just, just rambling and thinking out loud really about some various things and conversations that have been going on recently. but. Um, I think with that, I'm going to wrap it up, um, head off to bed, get up early and uh, head off on the motorway again. So look, thanks as always for listening and um, apologies if the episode are a bit more sporadic at the moment, but as I say, I'm, it's pretty manic at the moment and uh, sometimes I'm just too tired really by the time it gets to um, segment recording time as it were. Um, I'll probably try and do some segments earlier in the day, maybe that, that might be a good, a good thing to do as well. But um, yeah, you know, I'll definitely be here and keep recording. It just may not be quite every day, but we'll see how we go. And yeah, in the meantime, as always, take chances, be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, and I will catch you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.